0: and don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike.
1: Luke chapter 1, verse 1 through 4, Perspective. And Luke writes by the Holy Spirit, Inasmuch as many have taken in hand to set in order a narrative of those things which have been fulfilled among us, just as those from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word delivered them to us, it seemed good to me also, having had a perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write to you an orderly account, most excellent Theophilus, that you may know for certainty of the things in which you were instructed and father we thank you for this time together this morning Lord I pray that you would accomplish what you want by your spirit Lord give us ears to hear what your spirit is saying to your church as we start this new year I pray that you would give us fresh perspective that you give us an understanding of, of all the things Lord that you're doing all the things that you've done and all the things that you will do As we move forward into this new year, Lord, that we would see you, Lord, in a way that we've never seen you before. As we go through the book of Luke and as we just walk this Christian walk with you, Lord, that our lives would be transformed. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. What Luke is doing here is he he is telling this guy, Theophilus. And we don't know who Theophilus is. We're guessing. Commentators believe that he was probably some sort of official because he calls him most excellent Theophilus. That's not something you'd normally say to somebody unless they were of some rank. And, and he, he says to this guy, Theophilus, there are important details to this account that you've been instructed about or you've heard about. And, and that, of course, is you know the Christianity and where that all came from. And, and so he tells this to Theophilus. Now, his relationship with Theophilus changes as we get into the second volume of this, this book because there's Luke and then Luke also wrote the book of Acts. And so at the beginning of Acts, he just says, O Theophilus which is more of an informal greeting and so as the time goes on and maybe because of this gospel theophilus became a believer we don't know but whatever the case is luke's relationship it changes with theophilus and theophilus now gets the whole picture of everything that's happened up to that point some people believe that the book of Luke and the book of Acts were actually written as part of Paul's defense before Nero. And that's, that's a possibility that Theophilus was his lawyer or some sort of counsel. But whatever the case, Luke's writing this first volume. And in this first volume, he tells the story of Jesus, Jesus Christ, Jesus who is, you know, what we gather here for. And in the, the beginning of it, we, we hear the prophecies that are given to Mary and Joseph of Jesus' birth. And then, of course, the birth and all the eyewitnesses and, and things that are surrounding those facts. Luke also gives us a glimpse of Jesus' childhood as he reasoned with them, the leaders in the temple establishes that he was in the line of the Messiah as it gives us a genealogy in chapter 3 and then his temptation and victory over Satan and, and that's important in the larger narrative and we'll, we'll talk about that and I think it's important for what we're talking about today specifically but he has this temptation by Satan in the wilderness and then the beginning of his ministry and at the beginning of his ministry as he begins to serve and, and love people he calls his disciples and, and throughout the, the Gospel of Luke, as we're going to see, I'm just giving you an outline now, his teachings, his parables, his preaching on repentance and the kingdom of God, preaching on the end of the age and the wrath to come. All these things were important topics in Jesus' preaching. And also his acts of healing, of forgiving of sin, his miracle signs, wonders, and the fulfilling of prophecy leading up to that moment when he would enter Jerusalem April 6th, 33 AD, he would ride a donkey into Jerusalem fulfilling the prophecies in Zechariah, fulfilling actually many prophecies in Isaiah and Zechariah and Daniel, that he was the king. And so he, in his triumphal entry, he'd present himself as king, the Messiah, and then, of course, a week later on a, a Sunday, His death upon the cross for the sins, or not on Sunday, but rather on Friday. His death upon the cross for the sins of mankind. And then on Sunday, His resurrection. All these things fulfilling the prophecies of the Old Testament. Over 300 prophecies fulfilled in the person and work of Jesus Christ. It's pretty pretty astounding when we think about all the things. And Luke's going to cover many of those things. And we'll be able to look back at those, those snapshots in the Old Testament as we go through the gospel. Luke, it's going to be beautiful. I, I, I love it. And this is the crescendo. It's the climax of the entire Bible. You know, everything led up to that point, that Jesus would die upon the cross, but then ultimately the climax was his resurrection. He is alive. And, and that's the, the Christian's climax of the year, isn't it? I mean, every year, like our highlight... The punch, you know, the, the Super Bowl Sunday for Christians is Easter Sunday. And everything for us leads up to that. In fact, I'm excited because it's January. That means we're going to start planning for Easter. You know, in January, we start rolling out the, the carpet and we start planning everything that goes into Easter. And, and it's, it is the biggest thing for us as believers personally because of what Jesus accomplished and conquered when he rose from the dead. It's just beautiful. Now, part two in Acts is the continuing work of Jesus' resurrection power through his church. And, of course, you remember there in the book of Acts, it starts out kind of mundane. The disciples, you know, not really doing what they're supposed to be doing. And then, all of a sudden, chapter one, Jesus appears to them. And he says, hey, guys, you're not doing what I told you to. Go wait in Jerusalem, as I told you, because when you do, you will receive Uh, The power of the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be be given power to be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, and this is important, in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the world. And in that phrase, we have the outline to the book of Acts. That's kind of what we see in the process of that, is the gospel spread, the the witnesses to Jesus and all that he did, and the the resurrection and everything else that, that... that they would spread that to the whole world, the uttermost parts of the earth. And so we kind of see the, the book of Acts unfold that way. We see the apostles in the upper room waiting. And when the day of Pentecost, it was a Sunday morning. Of course, the church should be born on a Sunday morning. The resurrection was on Sunday. The church was born on Sunday. The first church service was on Sunday. It's kind of a culmination into that. And that's why Christians meet on Sunday. That's why, but you know, not that it's necessary. We met Saturday night last night and that was okay. They, they meet, they, they were there in the upper room, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit, the, the place shook, there was a mighty rushing wind, the Holy Spirit fell upon all the people, manifested as flames of fire, and landing on each person, and they went out, they went out speaking in glossia, in tongues, in other languages that they did not know or had not learned, and they began to speak the wonderful works of God, and the people there were astonished. Now, on Pentecost, it was one of those, those pilgrimage feasts, and all these people were in Jerusalem, all these people. People came, and they were there to hear, or to see the ceremony, to celebrate the feast. And here they hear this, these people, these Galileans, speaking the wonderful works of God in their own languages. And they're astonished. And so Peter begins to preach to them. And he says, this is what you you hear. This is what Joel prophesied in the last days. I'm going to pour my spirit out on all flesh. And he goes through this whole thing and talks about Jesus and God wouldn't leave him. You know, the, the Messiah was supposed to suffer and die, but he wouldn't leave him in the grave, but would raise him from the dead. And the people's hearts were, were convicted. They were pricked. And it says, they, they asked, what must we do to be saved? And he says, he says believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and you'll be saved, and, and of course, and be baptized, and you'll be saved. And, and so this whole beautiful picture of, of the birth of the church, 3,000 people you know, in Jerusalem, and that spreads out to Judea, and some of the people in that area would go back home, and that would kind of start the spread of the gospel to the Jewish pockets around the world. But just this beautiful picture of, of the gospel going out through the disciples there, in Judea, and, and then of course as the church is beginning to start they appoint leaders and there's a, a church government kind of set up with the deacons and the and the, the apostles and all those things and the, then of course next the the church is persecuted Saul of Tarsus begins a persecution on the church the first martyr Stephen dies and then James dies and you know and, and so the, this this kind of scares everybody and a lot of Christians start to move out From Jerusalem, guess where? Judea, Samaria. They start to go to Samaria. And of course, Philip goes to Samaria, leads a revival there. And the Samaritans receive the Holy Spirit and then they, they they continue to spread, and then of course, Acts chapter ten, the Gentiles receive the gospel. This is like twelve years after the beginning, which is kind of sad if you think about it, but they 're a little bit slow on what Jesus told them to do Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the innermost parts of the world where they 're a little bit slow on that, but they get to the Gentiles being saved the, and then the gospel begins to move up into Syria and of course, Paul the apostle is pulled in at that you know he gets saved, and he 's pulled into the church there in, in Syria and from there he spread out sending him west to spread the gospel west to the Gentile community being the, the apostle to the Gentiles. He was, Saul became the apostle Paul and then took the gospel all the way to Europe.
0: Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemment.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies with over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos. There's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless.